You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. Welcome to another episode of The Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano. Today, my guest is Jen Lehner. She is the creator of The Front Row CEO, your step-by-step guide to finding, hiring, and training your virtual assistant. Now, Jen is quite special to me because she's my business coach, and I've been working with her for a few years now. I found her years ago. Uh, She was my who-do-I-want-to-be-in-five-years persona. She's genuine and smart, funny, and super down to earth, you know, just totally the type of person that I'm attracted to. So I've been through Jen's CEO course. It's how I found my VA. So I know that experience. And it's funny because I fell into the not ready for a VA group and I just kind of moved along with it. Now I'm experiencing so many benefits of having someone on my team to work with. You know, and in our talk, Jen and I go into the process of how to find a VA, like how to how to find one and figure out if they know their stuff, because that's really one of the biggest problems and the biggest hurdles is like setting aside the time to find one, because that always just imagining that is such a chore. And then you're you're trying to hope that they know what they're doing. Uh, and how do you figure that out? So Jen has a system for that, and she takes us through it. And we also talk about not only how a VA can help your business, but how building these systems in your business can really help you and your VA to flourish. So, you know, this is something that I talk about with my clients all the time, like, when do you bring on help and how do you find the right people? You know, my clients just want to do their zone of genius. So now is the perfect time. This is the perfect time to think about getting help in your business because the, the system that Jen has created, she makes it easy and it's affordable. And she, she shows you how to go through that process. And it's, it's going to free you up. It's going to free yourself up to do the fun, the energizing, and the creative stuff that you want to be doing in your business. So listen in on my chat with Jen Lehner. Welcome, Jen, and I am beyond excited to have you here. You are a mentor and a friend, and you have really helped me propel my business forward, and you've done it with kindness, with connection, and with true substance, so I'm so grateful for you to be here today. Oh, it's the pleasure is mine, Sandra. I'm so excited. I mean, I feel the same way about you, but on top of that, I just really love your podcast, so to be on it is really a treat for me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, You know, well, it's a brainchild that we developed together. I came with the idea and I've told the story on the podcast before that I was at the mastermind together when we were in Cleveland and I just had a flood of ideas and really pushed this forward. So it's part you as well. (laughs) So I am so excited to have you here today. You have so much to offer and there's, but we're going to, we're going to slim it down a little bit and talk about some overwhelm that entrepreneurs feel and a lot of the pain points and this step-by-step process that you've created to solve that. But I first want to talk about, and we'll, we'll come back to this idea later too, but I love your productivity philosophy. And it's one that I've come to adopt for my own business. And it's all about systems and also working in 90-day spurts. So mm-hmm. let's start there. Yeah. Well, The 90-day chunk thing uh, started for me big time when I actually learned about Todd Herman and 90-day year. And it made such good sense to me. I was like, wow, I just just love the idea of looking at a 90-day container as a whole year. And once I did that, when I worked through that the first time, I was completely blown away that I literally got more done in that 
in those 90 days <laughs> than I had gotten done in an entire year prior, you know, and, and it really makes so much sense because God knows we know this to be true now with COVID and everything else, but things change. Our world moves quickly. So those days of like the five year strategic plan, I mean, uh, they're still important. I mean, we need to forecast. Yeah, you got to have vision. You have to yeah, have vision. Exactly. Right? Of course we got to have vision, but but to think that, you know, to even just to sit down and I like to plan the year out, broadly speaking, like I do look at my calendar and I go, OK, I'm going to cross out all the days of the whole year. I don't want to work. I'm going to put in the dates where I know I have certain things happening. I do do that. But when it comes to project uh, management and actually really executing a plan, I boil it down into 90 days and I'll say, okay, like this is the goal of these 90 days. And then, then we look at the project, what are, is that one projects, two projects, whatever, and then break that down into the tasks that need to happen. And then we sprint and it just feels so much more doable. And I like how tangible it is. And I'm a very instant gratification kind of a person. Mm -hmm. And so it also <laughs> gives me that. It's like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to see, I am going to see those results in 90 days. So it's such a mental approach too. like, it gets you mentally. Cause when you say you're going to do something and it's going to be a year, first of all, you blow off the first half of it. Then right. you scare the crap out of yourself and you try and get things done. Whereas really just breaking it down into pieces in those 90 days, like I've accomplished so much. And when we've actually had this talk, when we look back on the whole year and you look at it in these quarters, like, wow, how much you accomplished when you're reviewing. Yes, totally. And another gr great resource for this is the 12 week year. And I do not have it in front of me, but you could put it in the show notes if you want to. We'll figure out the guy's name. I think his name's Brian. But anyway, same same concept, but really makes a great case for it and has some nice templates and stuff in there for people who have never really used that sort of construct or framework before. So really, really love that. I'm never, you know, never going back to anything else. Like it's the best. Yeah, with you, 100% now. It actually lends itself to the next idea of systems. Like mm -hmm. in these small tranches of time, you can develop systems for your business that you're focused on one thing at a time, developing a system and then move on. Yes. That's how I've used it myself personally. Yeah. So I think when it comes to systems, it's like everybody knows we need to have systems, right? Like we're not, we're not telling anybody anything they don't already know. I think the problem is, or at least it was for me, it was like back when I didn't have systems, I mean, I could look at the mess that was my business. Now it was a mess that I could understand because it was my mess. You know, it's like your messy desk, like you know where things are, but God forbid if somebody came in and tried to find something, you know, or you tried to tell them, go get the so-and-so off my desk, they'd never be able to find it. So we look around and we we know that we need systems because we're spinning our wheels, doing the same things over and over again, or having to relearn stuff. Perfect example is I don't I don't do this for myself anymore at all. I have VAs who do this, but whenever I would need to create a new domain or connect a domain, forward a domain, right? So you do prettypicture.com and then you need to connect it to whatever, I always have to go in there and I know you know how to do this like the back of your hand, but <laughs> <clears throat> you've got to forward it and there's the masking and the new C name and all this stuff. And depending on whether you're doing it on GoDaddy or uh, name, Namecheap or wherever you do it, I would have to relearn it every single time because totally because like four months would go by before I would do it. And I would, mm -hmm. that would waste two hours, you know, or more. Mm -hmm. And so that's a perfect example of how if I had a little system for that, then I would just check in with the system. But it wasn't until I realized that it's just the simplest concept, but a system is really just a checklist. And once you think about it like that, it becomes so much less intimidating. So it really is just a checklist. So it's a series of things that you do in a process over and over again every time. So not only does it help you do it faster because you just look at the list and you check the things off, 
but it also has quality control built into the pudding. So like I, another process that we use a lot is our, in our podcast production. So we do outsource the podcasts to people who do the editing and the show notes and all that stuff. But that's just like a small part of it because after, as you well know, after the podcast airs, there's there's a zillion things you have to do if you really want to get the most out of that podcast. Creating the audiograms, uh, emailing the guests that was on the show with their links and images and creating the audiograms that already say that and right. posting Post all over on social, social media. media. Yeah, I mean, all of that, writing the email. There's so, so many things. Researching the hashtags, all that stuff. And so... Most of the time, like if you do it and you're good at this stuff, you could probably knock most of that out from memory. But the thing is, you're bound to be, you're bound to forget something. And there's just added stress like, well, what's next? Well, now what do I do? Well, now what do I do? Even if you're a pro, having a checklist that you, that you work off of, you you just move so much faster and you have the confidence that like, you're not going to miss anything. So now at this point in my business, anything that we do multiple times, whether it's a quarterly task, an annual task, a daily task, whatever, we have all of those things turned into systems or slash checklists. And uh, it's just made all the difference. So I'm always thinking, how can I turn this into a system? How can I turn this into a system? And Or how does a current system if I'm working through a system like, oh, this, you know, a lot of times things become obsolete, no longer necessary. So it's important to keep them fresh as well. Yeah, so true. And I think also you have those systems to rely on and you know that you're there so that it is, you can work and flow better in whatever task you're doing. So you're not building in that extra time to relearn it and stress about it. You're just like, all right, let me go to my organizational system, pull out the checklist, and you're off and running and you're able to have confidence. I love that piece of it's a confidence builder system. Yes, it's a total confidence builder. But I know the pushback that people have like, because now it's like this, because let's talk like reality. So the reality is, if I have to go tomorrow, even let's say, if I have to go tomorrow and do that web thing again, okay, because I still, I've forgotten it. Last time I did it was 100 years ago. Okay, so let's say I have to do that tomorrow. Even after you and I have had this conversation, I am likely not going to turn that into a system tomorrow because tomorrow I have 8,000 other things to do. And in order for me to turn that into a system, I'm going to have to pause. I'm going to have to write down, okay, go to GoDaddy. Here's your login. Number two, create new C name. Number three, Right. And I'm going to have to stop and I'm going to have to create that system. And that is the reality. And that is why, even if we know this, it's like, but I don't have time to stop because that actually to create that checklist, it takes a minute, more than a minute. It takes several minutes. And that's when the VA comes in into play. I don't know if you're ready to talk about that yet. Yes, completely. Okay. Perfect to talk about it because that's exactly, I mean, that's the system that you've taught right now is to say, make your system, create it and teach it to a VA. For those of you listening who don't know, a VA is a virtual assistant. So it's someone who works in your business, helps you along, but doesn't have to be in the physical presence of you. Yeah. And and those two things work so well together. I mean, Jen has created a step-by-step system for finding your VA, hiring the VA, and training the VA. And this whole systems process is part of that as well. Because when they hear about, oh, you need a VA, they have all these obstacles or, you know, blockings of, it's too soon in my business to have one, or how am I going to get them to do it? I still have to do everything. So your systems piece is a way to create that bridge. Totally. Yeah. So Uh, When I first started teaching how to do this, because I had had such great success with my first virtual assistant who is still with me today. So when my business first started, like, you know, I think I stumbled into doing a few things right, you know, and I got really lucky because she's amazing. But we had great success. So I was like, I got to get the word. I want to tell other people like how awesome this is. So I think I did like three videos. I did this little free mini course and I talked about how you can use a screen recording software to record your processes 
processes. Uh, so anything that you do in your business, you just hit the screen recorder button. At that time, it was Screencastify, I think, that we were using. One of those, but no longer. We use Loom video for everything. And I'm sure Sandra will link to this in the show notes. Sure will. It's, I think you go to Get Loom or something. But anyway, Loom video, amazing. You just click a button on your desktop. And it allows you to record anything that is on your desktop and you talk your way through it. And so what I was telling people to do is like anything that you do in your business, just spend, get in the habit every day for five days. I want you to just record and talk out loud about what you're doing. Just say, okay, now I am clicking here and I'm opening the email and I'm going to this folder. And after I open the email, I'm going to tag it like this, or I'm going to save it like this. And you're just talking to yourself, right? Because you got to do that stuff anyway. And then we take those links, you stick them on a Trello board or wherever you like to put stuff like that. And at the end of a week, you have an entire like dashboard control center of everything that you do in your business for the most part. Uh, and that's that was pretty much where I ended the training. It was like, okay, do this. And then, uh, you know, I gave tips about how to find how to find the VA. Um, but over the years, what happened was, is that we've taken it one step further. And that is, it's not enough to just put those videos on there. Uh, now mm -hmm. it's the whole process. We actually will put, we will create videos in the beginning. It's part of, I don't want to get way down that rabbit hole and talk about the whole system. It's actually part of our hiring process and part of like a test task that we give them where they will watch a video. Uh, of one of our processes, something short and easy, and ask them to create a system out of that, a checklist or even a document uh, with screenshots if necessary, okay? And here's, this is the beauty of this. This is what I'm trying to get to. And that is, if you ask a new virtual assistant to create a system for you on how you create an audiogram for your podcast, okay? So let's say that's what you want them to create a system for that step. Uh, all you do is you give that recorded video and they, they create it, they do the checklist and the, and the document. What has just happened is not only do you now have a, an actual tangible checklist for that system to use forevermore or until you know that app changes or whatever, that VA now knows how to do it because they had to so carefully watch your video yeah, and stop, rewind, play, rewind, and make the notes. They know how to do it. And so I say, take that stuff that you don't want to do anymore, that is completely a waste of your time, that does not create revenue in your business, that is holding you back because it's eating so much out of your day and it's just busy work. Take that stuff. And let that be the first stuff that you offload and you will see immediate, immediate results because you're going to be like, wow, not only is this getting done without me and it's getting done perfectly and consistently because they're following a checklist, I now have all this free time to do all this stuff I've been dying to do, you know, to write that amazing blog post or create that video, right? So that's yeah, great. No, totally. And I think everyone needs to listen up for this because it's how you get to that next step. Like it's how you overcome the objections of I can't do it. Because even if you start now, if you're not ready to hire your VA for another month, think about if you started recording your processes now, when that person comes on and you hand them 20 videos. I mean, they have something to do the very first day. And it's also a huge piece of them learning about your business because we all have different businesses. And that was one of my own objections in hiring a VA. I mean, I worked with Jen and did this whole, her whole process to get my own VA. And I was not against it, but like I, I, I had some friction with it beginning because I said, I do such particular things. Like nobody else could do what I do. We know that's not true. But it, it, I, I was overwhelmed with the fact of trying to teach what I do. So this whole Loom video piece just allowed me to do a video and say, okay, do it like this. Yes. Or, you know, and I just started. So things were out of order. I certainly didn't approach it in the most 
thought out way, but we just started where we were. And now we have all of these checklists that I do for clients all the time. And I even do things that I share with my clients. I take that checklist and say, this is how to do it for yourself. Oh, that's now, gold. You know, like, yeah. It's great. So we know how to do it. I know how to do it. She knows how to do it. And my clients know how to do it. Yeah. As well. and, now, so- and, and when you systemize your business and, you know, there's books like the E-Myth and, um, well, the E-Myth is the big one <laughs> um, and that, that talks about, you know, turning your business into a fran- like a franchise type business, like a, like a fast food business, right? Like it, it should be so systematic that if you fell off the face of the earth, somebody could come in and pick up and run your business. And, you know, obviously our businesses are a little different than McDonald's, but, but we're getting there, right? Like when you do that and it's, it's really such a good feeling. And the other thing is, the other thing is, so I love that you said like, because that is one of the big pushbacks from people. It's just, you think, ah, I mean, I don't even know what I would give to this person, right? Like, I don't know what Mm -hmm. I would give. Number one, I don't know where to start. And I don't know how to explain to someone what I do in my business when the truth is, I don't really know what I'm doing from any given day. I come in and I take it as it comes, right? I open the emails, I do the thing. I, you know, and and, and it's like, and it's okay to admit that because I bet you 80% of entrepreneurs show up for work like that most of the time, right? Like it's solopreneurs, I should say. And and so that's really, that's really normal. And that's, that's like a, a very uh, natural concern to have. And what this does, like you said, is that it keeps you ahead, keeps you several steps ahead so that, cause like you, you could be in the situation and this happens even with people who do this for a week. Okay. Their VAs are so good, so fast. We do run into this and I'm going to tell you how we, how we rectify that, where someone walks through the program they have a week's worth of videos, okay, lots of trainings, and they say, here you go, create the systems. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, 14 hours later, I'm done. And they're like, what? Yeah. How is that even possible? <laughs> that was me. I'm they're, like, what? What do you mean you're done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's a good problem to have, right? You've got this efficient, sharp virtual assistant. Now what to do, you know, because because that stops you, that slows you down because you're like, oh, I got to, I got to, I got to, you know, I imagine like baby birds, you know, waiting, waiting to be fed. And, and that can be stressful in its own right. So what you could do is you have a list of like, I call them wish list trainings. It's stuff that you need to get done in your business and you might not even know how to do it. So we did this with Google analytics. I was really slack on doing my Google analytics and I really didn't know how to do any of that stuff at the time. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to do any of it. And so I found a course, like a really inexpensive online course, I think probably on Udemy. And I just made sure it was recent. You want to make sure whatever course you get is recent. And I gave that to my virtual assistant and I said, uh, please learn Google Analytics. And after you learn it, uh, please create the system that is going to happen for us to, you know, oh my gosh. And then we ended up with this like amazing system. And she and the benefit to her is that she's added a whole new skill set to her resume. You know, she's now right. an expert in Google Analytics. So, and you, you know, fill in the blank with. with and that bought you eight hours. I mean, even up time. Right? Yes. It gave her something to do, but it also benefited you. Right. Totally. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's like it was, it, it was, it was money well spent. So, one of the other big obstacles is how do you find these people? How do you find a VA? Like people don't even know where to start. And so that is one of the things I really appreciate is you've created this step-by-step process using the same idea of systems so that it's easy to understand. It's in a course format, how we can find our VA, hire them. Like, you know, that's one of the big things too, especially when you're looking for VAs overseas and you know not someone that you're going to be in physical contact with like how do you know that they're legit how do you find you know how do you know that they're they have the skills they say so you've created a process with the training and the hiring process together which also goes back as you were saying to the systems docs and these systems to build out so for me that was a game changer i knew that i needed the help and i've been in a big I had been in a big place all year of adding to my team and building to my team. So, but I was bringing on copywriters and 
SEO experts and all of these other things or social media experts. Those were things that was something I didn't want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I didn't think about the admin piece. And that is huge because the time that we spend in the admin piece, like these other experts were helping and, and they were good, but this is also furthering my own business. You know, having a virtual assistant, they're working to help the whole business overall move forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it really is just simple math. And this is this is the thing. And this is where people look at me like I'm nuts. When I, I, I make the case I, and I stand behind this and that is, it is so important if at all possible, and it is possible that when you start a business, you, you start from the beginning with an assistant. And because when you start a business, like we, we know the obvious stuff, like we, Maybe you set up an LLC, uh, you make sure you have a good workspace, whether you rent space somewhere, or you carve out a place in your home, make sure you have good Wi-Fi, you have electricity, uh, you maybe do the legal stuff like starting an LLC, uh, you do all that stuff. But this to me is just is integral because right from the beginning, if you're doing the all the admin stuff, how are you supposed to be? That's not what you're supposed to be doing. If someone else is doing the admin stuff for you and all that, then you're free to start making the sales calls. And if, you know, so if you spend three hours messing around with designing your business cards, okay, or you spend those three hours picking up the phone and you call 20 people or you message 20 people who are your ideal clients on LinkedIn, or you secure three speaking engagements, you know, I I mean, the list goes on and on. That whatever dollar an hour that you spent paying someone for those three hours is exceeded exponentially by the amount of revenue that those three hours you spent is going to bring in hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of tens dollars. Tens of thousands, right. right? And, that, and when you think about your most productive days, when you really hunker down, because it's the whole 80-20 rule. And, you know, as productive as any of us ever are, on those days, when we really crush it, what we usually find if we back out is like, wow, it wasn't, you know, it didn't take me 20 hours to make $50,000. I closed that $50,000 with four hours of really focused work. We tend to think it's like this long, you know, we do the long launch, we do the long, all that stuff, but it's not really, that's not really true. So let me, go back to the whole, like from the beginning. So then the pushback is like, well, I cannot afford, I'm not making money in the beginning. How am I going to do right, that? Right. Well, so my system teaches people how to hire overseas so that we can leverage the exchange rate. Okay. And specifically, and then, but my system in the hiring and the training and the onboarding and the day-to-day working together that I teach will work for VAs anywhere. And plenty of people take my program and they choose to work with VAs in Australia or United States or whatever. Okay. But I present this as an option for that solopreneur who really can't afford $25 and beyond for an American Mm -hmm. or a Canadian virtual assistant. And I got a, an email yesterday from someone who said, I, well, I'll get back to that in a minute. Okay. First, let me present this to you. So uh, in the Philippines, You can hire someone for $4.50 an hour to start with, okay? We don't recommend that you stay at $4.50, but here's the journey. Someone comes in at $4.50 an hour. In the Philippines, they will speak fluent English. They will Mm -hmm. have advanced degrees. Education is very important in the Philippines. I lived there for three years. My stepmother was Filipina. I mean, I have a lot of connections to the Philippines and so maybe that's why from the very beginning, I felt very comfortable in doing this. But $4.50 an hour allows you to then guarantee them a minimum of 10 hours, 20 hours, even 40 hours a week. For them, being able to have a client, a steady client, now they don't have to go ch- chasing down new clients. Mm-hmm. That's worth a lot right there, knowing that, they, that you're going to guarantee them $10 an hour. I mean, a uh, 10 hours a week, 20, 40 hours a week, whatever it may be. Okay. So there's that. The other thing is, and we just did a new 
report of this. So I spoke to both of my Filipino VAs and I said, listen, you guys, I want to know realistically, because I, I talk about it all the time, how $4.50 an hour is, is, an, is a completely reasonable wage, sounds horrific to us. And they, like that's like horrible that you would only pay somebody $4.50 an hour based on price of things here in the States. Uh, so I said, listen, let's, I, what I need you to do is like, we, we figured out what $4.50 an hour, I think it was like 38,000 pesos a month is what it came down to. Okay. I was like, can you tell me realistically what that would pay for in the Philippines? Okay. It's unbelievable. And I, I love this breakdown because I've read it. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me, but the list is right. like, it's unbelievable. And after electricity, rent, mortgage, two kids in private school, internet, food, utilities, food. What else? Oh, there's still money for savings, healthcare um, and retirement. There was still almost 4,000 pesos left over to put into savings. That's it. $4.50. So, so it, this, these are real numbers. And I told mm -hmm. them, I was like, I don't want this to be hypey. I really want a real picture. So, you know, so we could talk about this with all the integrity, you know, that people expect from us. And just, I want to be real about this. Okay. Now, so that's great. Now what's happening is, so, so you guarantee, so let's say you guarantee 10 hours a week at $4 and 50 cents an hour. I mean, right. You can make that happen and it's going to help you. Like you said, free you up to make sales calls or all those things that are money-making ventures in your business mm -hmm. so that you can expand that relationship and expand there. Yeah, totally. And, and, and so, so what I recommend is that, but there are things that have to happen from the beginning. Cause a lot of people are like, look, I've tried that before. I've gone down that mm -hmm. road. There's a bunch of websites where you can hire from the Philippines and I've done that and I got ghosted or yep. I did that and they really weren't up to snuff. And that is true. You can't just go to these websites and just hire and expect all the magic to happen. That is not, it's not that easy. Well, it is easy. You just have to have, you have to be really deliberate and be really careful about several things. And once you hire the person, uh, number one, I recommend a trial week. So as soon as you hire someone, you're actually saying, okay, great. Uh, you know, everything looks great. I'd like you to sign this agreement. We're going to work together for one week. And if all goes well, then I, you know, I will offer you a. And it's a paid position. week. So there's, right. And you're totally paid paying week, them so, for that trial week, but that, that protects you as well. And then here is really, I just think the most important part is that we can help. We want this VA to be with us for years, not weeks. Right. And so it starts from the very beginning. And so you might not be able to increase their salary right away or their hourly rate, like let's say for six months. But what you could, there are other creative ways that you could reward, uh, reward them and help them feel like they are a part of your business. And feeling like they are a part of your business is the key to success for this relationship that you're having with them. Because who doesn't want to feel like they're a part of something? Like we're hardwired as human beings to want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and to be a part of a community and to grow and to learn. That's just human. That's global, right? Like that, that's just completely the human being. And I, I think in my own business, even I shared my vision of my business with my VA. She started at 20 hours. I shared my vision with her. I moved her to 40 hours and I continue to share the vision of we're going to get more VAs and you're going to help train them. And, you know, I, I want her to know what I'm building. So, and she's a part of the plan, you know, like I'm so it doesn't glad. happen in six months, but it, yes. like she gets it. Like, you know, the vision. <laughs> yes. Share the vision. And we talk about that in the course. And when they first join, there's a video that talks about your vision and the culture of your business and how you, you know, what's important to you, all your values, all that kind of stuff. So you can get creative and say, hey, I'm going to offer you $4.50 an hour to start. We'll evaluate again in 90 days. But in the meantime, I've got this big launch coming up. And, you know, I'm looking to get 100 people in the course. If we hit that number, I'm going to give you 10% of the gross. 
or the net or mm-hmm. whatever, 5%, you know, right. something, because that's, ex- it's just fun. It just makes it more fun. You're sort of gamifying it a little bit, right? Or you could, we're trying to grow our email list. If we hit this number, everybody's going to get a $50 bonus. I mean, you know, it's just, it's, you can be, but as you grow, and here's the thing is that as your business grows, they're going to grow with you because their salary is going to go up. And because, you know, you can keep raising the, how much you're paying them over the years. And it'll be a long time before you ever really hit $10 an hour, unless you, you just get there sooner. But once you get to $10 an hour, I mean, that's, that's a really, that's, that's a really very good wage. That's a very good wage where, you know, and so you're not going to get ghosted, right? Because they, and that is typically what happens is you get ghosted because there is a fear of confrontation, right? And like, there's just this idea that I, I hate to talk about people like as a group, but the truth is like in our course, we have another course that is for the VA that you hire. So the course comes with another course called um, the Front Row VA. And in that course and in the big course, my virtual assistants interviewed in person other virtual assistants in the Philippines and asked them some pretty deep questions that would maybe be awkward for, for us to ask, right? But uh, one of the questions was a lot of people complain about the fact that they hire a VA from the Philippines and then they get ghosted. Why is that? And what those VAs told us on these videos is that it there is a in the in in the culture in the Philippines, there is sort of this non-confrontational <laughs> unspoken rule. Okay. So instead of coming to you and saying, listen, you know, you're inconsistent with the work you give me, you don't communicate well you or you're mean or you know whatever the complaint is that they have instead of having that conversation with you then um they just leave right they find someone else because they don't feel invested in your business if you if they feel invested in your business and you start from there you know you're not going to be best friends lovey-dovey it takes time to create these 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 long-lasting relationships but you will be on the right track for sure Totally. And you bring up such a good point because it is cultural. You know, we have these different pieces of our personality based on culture. So I thought it was so great to understand that. And even these little pieces about how to sweeten the deal, so to speak, you know, I mean, I, I bought my VA a generator, you know what I mean? Like at one point I was like, wow, there's a tsunami and that's what she needs. And like, we're in this together. Like, I'm going to do that for you. And that was, those are the things along the way that form a relationship, even though you're not in a physical place for each other. Like she communicated her need to me and I believed her and we still, it's months later, we're still going, you know. I love um, it. I love it. That's so, that's such yeah. a good example. You know, sending flowers, sending a cake, mm-hmm. you know, these are all, these are all just little ways, like you said, to sweeten the deal um, and and start to build that build that relationship without necessarily having to jump to you know just to keep adding dollars to the hourly rate. Right. You do want to do that eventually as you grow as you grow together. So the email that I got recently was this woman who said, um, "How dare you promote hiring in the Philippines when there are so many Canadian and American VAs who need jobs right now?" So mm, I have my opinion on that. Yeah. Too. Well, so I said, um, well, first of all, I disagree with your premise that every VA I know right now is busier than they've ever been, whether I don't care if they're in Norway or can I talk to a lot of VAs on a daily basis because so many businesses have moved to virtual because of COVID. And so they're all pretty darn busy. So I disagree with that, with the premise. Right. But secondly, when you grow your business like this, because it's just not an option for most solopreneurs to pay $25 an hour for any meaningful mm-hmm. amount of time, right? Like, yeah, maybe I could afford a VA for in the very beginning for, you know, two hours a week at $25 more hour or more even, right? But it's going to add up to a point where it's just, I'm going to be in the red right, right off the bat, right? So now the solopreneur can grow, make some money. And now guess what? That solopreneur can hire 
from anywhere in the world. So I have my graphic designers, I've got podcast producers, I have all sorts of regular contractors in the United States who I give a nice chunk of change to every single year. But if my business wasn't growing, I would not be able to put that money back into my local economy. So I just think, you know, I think everybody wins. I also think I'm also sort of of the mindset that like, we're just all human. So totally. And my VA is a mom and working like I'm supporting that same ideal that I do here or there. Like she is just as worth the money I pay her as I would anybody else here. And she's the same, you know, I see that the same way. It's just an exchange rate that we're utilizing or leveraging. And I want to add another point to that because in the beginning of my business, I did hire another VA who was somewhere in the $20 range. And it was a waste of money because I didn't have the system set up. I didn't, I wasn't able to afford all of that. So when I gave things to do, we got it done, but it didn't fit into the larger plan of an, of a long-term piece. So Yes. Did I get some things done? Yes. I got some tasks done, but they didn't really help the overall of my business because there wasn't longevity to it. Mm -hmm. So it was very short term and, you know, it racked up. I mean, at that point I was like, okay, I'm, uh, you know, I have two kids under two and I need some help getting all this stuff done. And it just, but it, it became too much to pay that amount. And then whatever I invested in it, like I really didn't get my return because there wasn't that long-term piece. So in my eyes, I feel like I wasted that money by going that route at first because there wasn't, it, it just didn't fit in with everything. Plus also with your whole system uh, that you teach, it really primes you to make the best setup for your relationship from how, how to train them, how to bring them on. Like I just can't say enough about having that understanding, you know, and using those systems that are already in place. Like I don't have to invent another system. You tell me the system and I'm, and it's already proven and it works. So that is so valuable. I knew it had to be like that because I knew because because of that free mini course I had for years, I knew the struggles that people were still running into. So I was like, how can I break this down into super short bite-sized uh, lessons that are basically templated, you know, so you yep. literally just plug in and follow the templates and, and at the end you have a VA, right? But people do run into situations for whatever reason where their VA doesn't work out. And then of course we talk about the best way to um, pivot from there. But the greatest thing is that once you know how to do this and do it well, it's like you said a minute ago, you want your VA to then train other VAs. It's exactly mm-hmm. what happens with people after this course. And that's exactly how it works for me. So when we hire a new VA, my VAs run the whole process. At the very end, after everybody's been vetted, screened, test tasks, everything, then I will jump on a Zoom call or a Skype call with three candidates. And they will be so qualified that a lot of times I will hire all three for a trial week. Now, they don't know that they're basically competing with other three people, a paid trial week, because this is the other thing, no matter how great, and we all know this from real life, I mean, not outside of virtual, I mean, in face-to-face life, is that you can, somebody can nail the video, I mean, the, the, the interview. And even though we give them test tasks, we're not watching over their shoulder to see exactly how long it takes and so forth. So you don't really know if you've nailed it when you hire them. So if you start two or three people in your trial week, it is amazing what you see. For example, I was fortunate to, I was looking for graphic designers and I found three people who were all equally, who are all really qualified. I narrowed it down to two and and put them both into a trial week. In that trial week, they were each working on different Trello boards, but they had very similar tasks. So same amount of work. So let's say I gave them uh, like a PDF workbook to create from a just a a raw Google Doc. Okay. I put it on their Trello board and 
the one person I interviewed was super, super introverted, painfully introverted. It was a very awkward, difficult Skype interview. You know, I could barely get her to say anything, but her work was really good. The other person, super charming, nailed the interview, was just, ah, loved her. So I, I was like, but the other person, her work was so good. Put them both in there. Guess what? Miss Congeniality, <laughs> Miss Congeniality took forever. Number one. Number two, she kept messaging me with all these questions that were totally aggravating because there were things she should have been able to figure out based on the information I had given her. There was no need for her to keep bothering me. Okay. But Miss Introvert, oh, she was unbelievable. In fact, what took Miss Congeniality like four days to complete finally? Miss Introvert had compl completed in one day and was like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And it was flawless, perfect, whatever. So she was with me for a year and a half. And then she went on to do uh, things in another industry. So that's why, like, it's just, you know, but if you have a system for this, you can allow for that. And it doesn't have to be this, like, huge, overwhelming thing that you're dreading, like hiring, training, onboarding, managing. No, it can be a pleasure. Um, you just have to do it the right way. Totally. And I love like working with my VA. I love to give ownership. This is yours. You're going to manage it from start to finish. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pop in, but I'm not going to tell you, like, aside from saying, here's how we do it, or here's some steps or here's some resources. Like, I don't worry about it now. Like she's got it. And I like to do that so that She's got a whole project that she owns and then she's really contributing. It's not just like getting tasks. You know, sure, there are tasks that I have to pass along because those are things that, that we always have. But I really like to say, like my podcast is a perfect for instance. Like when I started it, you know, and I kept priming, I was, we were doing some training before the podcast even launched. And, and now my VA, she is like if she didn't do it, I, I mean, it's so much that she's in charge of and she owns. And I also think she appreciates that ownership feeling mm -hmm. in it. But it is such a help because I don't think about it. I record it. And then I share some resources of my notes and links that I, you know, and then everything gets handled. Like we've, we've already created the system together of what we want. And now she executes it. And she does that in her own time as well because she knows when it needs to be done. So she's able to manage herself without me micromanaging. And that is a glorious relationship because nobody <laughs> likes to have, nobody likes to be a micromanager mm -hmm. or be micromanaged. So to me, that's another benefit of it is being able to say, like, here it is. I love it. That's Go such a with it. gold star for you, Sandra. That is oh, thank you. It's like the one thing I've been able to do. <laughs> That's no, that is, that is really fantastic. And that is, I mean, people want autonomy, you know, they became the, your VA became a VA because just like you as a solopreneur, you know, he or she wants freedom of choice of client of, you know, of tasks. Uh, they want, you know, there's, there's, same thing as what you want, you know, right. so, uh, and that's something that we can easily make happen for them. And we benefit from you show up, you press record. And that's a great figurative way to think about everything you do with the VA is that you should be able to walk in and press record and do your magic, right? Make your magic and know that someone else has your back. And, right. and it's, it's just the most awesome, awesome feeling. And I love now, like she has been learning my business. We started off slow because I was a little resistant in terms of, I wasn't, I didn't feel I was ready yet mm -hmm. just because I had so much on my plate. So I will totally fall into that, that column. So I took some time to introduce her to different parts of my business. And I love now, like she says things to me on our calls when, when we do them, like, Oh, have you thought about this? Or do you want to do that? And I'm like, Oh, you're thinking for me now too. Like, I love that. Like <laughs> yes. that is, that's what you want. You don't, you want to me, that shows that she's part of the team too. Like she, she, is. Is, yeah. she cares. She's talking with her friend about her job and they have a suggestion, you know? So I, Grace, I love you. Thank you. But <laughs> I really, I, I, I think that's a piece that you get to as well. Like you know, these people aren't just some satellite thing. And of course it doesn't happen overnight, but 
you do grow a relationship. And I'm a big virtual person, digital person, just by the nature of my business. And, you know, I laugh that I have a lot of female entrepreneur friends who I'm better friends with, who I have barely met or Mm -hmm, just met, mm -hmm. you know, in person. Uh, But we have this virtual relationship. So I know it's possible, whether it's a friendship or a working relationship, you know, you can do that. So I'm a believer in it. Awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you so much, Jen, for coming on. And we've got, you know, Jen's got a bunch of information for you to dive into. She's actually launching it just started this week, the Solopreneur to CEO series. Mm-hmm. And I'll have a link to it on my um, on the show notes. But you can also text Smart CEO to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. Text Smart CEO. And you will get links to the the mini video series that she has going on. And it's there's a lot of education in there. Jen's full of information and just in general wants to raise people up. So definitely check her out and then you'll be able to um, get information following about the Front Row CEO, which is the the whole process of finding, hiring, and training your VA. So Wow. I could definitely said, check that out. I couldn't have said any, any of that any better. Thank you so much, Sandra. <laughs> Uh, so we are, um, I mean, gosh, now Jen and I are about to step into our next 90 days together as well. So I work with Jen ongoing. So, um, I'm excited about that to wrap it back around to the beginning of our conversation. So there's a lot of things in here to pay attention to all of the systems, the 90 day idea, and really starting before you think you're ready for a VA because there is a way to get that going that you can afford and you can get really competent people who can grow with you. So definitely uh, start moving in that direction. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, Jen. Bye. Thanks, Sandra. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.